If you want to understand how marketing is changing and how that will affect your brand, you need Future Proof, the podcast from Kantar that tells you how to find growth. Created in conjunction with Side Business School at Oxford University, the Future Proof podcast provides a unique perspective on what truly makes a difference. To understand what's winning in marketing, subscribe to Future Proof, a Kantar podcast now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 132 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. I am with Mr. Calvin Newman. Hello everybody. Whatever and, uh, time it might be that yeah, you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Morning, evening, um, middle of the night. Yeah, hello. And what are we talking about many today, Mr. Kelvin? Well, I wanted to talk about an event I'm organising um, that's coming up and a little bit of a competition associated with the aforementioned event. Now, a few of you might remember me mentioning over over the history of the podcast an event I organised called Brighton SEO. Now, it's um, an interesting event because it's kind of grown very organically. And it, it didn't, to be honest, for the first couple of events, it didn't even have a website. It just existed as a kind of hashtag on Twitter and a few blog posts scattered around various websites. Um, so essentially, it started out um, as a meetup in a pub of... Um, various search marketers based down in Brighton. Um, and we had such a good time. We thought, well, um, rather than just meeting after work one day um, on a Friday, can we convince um, our bosses to, to have the afternoon off in the pub as well? So we thought, well, we so can't... That was, that was the motivation. Yeah, yeah, we, can't, we can't just have an afternoon off in the pub. Let's have some talks to go with it. So the first one was held up... The first one with talks was held upstairs in a pub. Um, there was a room for about 50 people and about 70 people turned up for it. So that was really good. That was really exciting. Went really well. I'll be honest, very, very haphazard, but, you know, it was a, a good experience. Um, so from there, we moved up. So, well, we're going to need a bigger venue because, you know, we were too big for the pub at that point. So we then went to a space that was, there was room for about 100 people. Um, it was kind of in a um, community, it's called community based down here in Brighton, which is kind of a community center for kind of businesses and charities and that type of thing. Um, and they had a space for 100 people. Um, we held the second event. This one was still an afternoon event only on a Friday. Um, and that's the one that we broadcasted live from. So some of you might have remember hearing some of the shows. I remember shows. it was a very hot um, day, wasn't it? Yeah, very hot day. Um, mm. We had to open all the windows. So there were a huge I'm, amount I'm of seagulls. passed out. Yeah, it was very, very warm. Um, and we were upstairs in an un-air-conditioned room. But yeah, 120 people turned up. People sat on the floor. Not anybody, any room to get into it. Um, so that was exciting. And we thought, okay, there's clearly a passion for this. There's clearly people who want to be coming to these events. There's clearly people who want to be talking at these events. And there's clearly people who like the idea of having an afternoon or a Friday in Brighton um, around SEO. Um, so, yeah. And then there was the next one in April, which we did talk about on the podcast. And in fact, actually, we 
rebroadcasted um, one of the talks um, from that event um, by Graham, a colleague of mine, and Joe, um, talking about the Advertising Standards Authority mm. um, and their talk that they delivered there. Um, and that was even more successful. Um, so there was a room for 280, 290 people, um, and the tickets sold out in 90 minutes, which was just absolutely crazy. And at oh. this point, that was at the Salis Benny in Brighton, which um, is a proper theatre. You know, it's a university mm. theatre mm. where... They hold lectures, they hold, you know, performances and all that type of thing. So at that point, we've kind of fallen into a biannual cycle. So we'll have one in the spring, one in the autumn. Um, And we've got the one coming up in September. Now, I actually wanted to do a big pre-sale before we made the tickets available um, for this on the podcast. But it was crazy how popular this one was. So this is the Corn Exchange. We've got room for 600 people there. Um, A number of the tickets were reserved for sponsors and speakers and that type of thing. But of the tickets that were available of that 600, um, they sold out in 26 minutes. Um, It's a free event. So, you know, that's a big part of why, you know, it does quite well. Um, But yeah, it was just crazy that there's 600 people who are coming down to Brighton. They're coming from all over the UK, all over the country. I know actually quite a lot of the podcast listeners are already coming because they're kind of aware of us having done Mm. it in the past. Mm. They're coming along. But what I wanted to do was kind of talk a little bit about that event and give away a few tickets. So I've held a few back for Internet Marketing Podcast listeners. So I'm hoping um, a few people who might have missed out on those tickets, who are loyal listeners, might be able to get their hands on them. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the the sessions that are going on. Um, So, I mean, one that I'm particularly looking forward to, it's got a bit of a a cheeky title, um, but it's How to Win SEO with Duplicate Content featuring Pippa Middleton's bum. Um, that's a very a very friend, cheeky title um, by a good friend of mine Malcolm Coles and that's going to be an interesting talk because what what um, we'll all, we all know the power of Google News and that Google News is pulled into the search results and it gets real high um, you know click through rates when it does appear because you've got the pictures there and it's mm. marked as news and all these kind of things so if you're if you're, you know, for anyone who's got a blog, I'd recommend exploring the possibility of getting into Google News because you will get a significant amount of traffic as a consequence of that. Now, once you're in Google News, there's then the whole task of trying to um, optimize for the news algorithm, which is different um, from the kind of. Is that going to be explained? Um, on the he's he's going to talk about that a bit. But what um, Malcolm is going to be particularly talking about is the rise of some of the SEO savvy newspapers. Um, who have understood some kind of quirks and loopholes in how the news algorithm works, mm. um, whereby you can, in most SEO, the advice is duplicate content is terrible. It's bad for you. Don't mm. do it. Do all you possibly can to avoid having the, essentially the same content on different URLs. What Malcolm is going to be talking about is how actually in the world of the news algorithm, sometimes you can play a few sort of clever tricks around duplicate content that actually can act in your favor. So that's going to be quite interesting and kind of challenging a bit of the conventional wisdom around mm-hmm. duplicate content. Um, another talk I'm really looking forward to is by um, a chap called Jonathan Stewart, who's the head of search and social media at Review Center. Now, Review Center are one of the UK's biggest um, consumer review websites. And basically, they have reviews of pretty much any product or even indeed service that exists in the UK. Um, and they were a website that had really got SEO nailed. You know, they were there for, you know, basically any product plus the word review, they were there or thereabouts on all those terms. Now, what you're probably thinking is, oh, aren't these the types of sites that got hit really bad by Panda? And um, Panda did, it's a Google Pandas update, which... Mm. Is that the farmer update? Yeah, the farmer update, yeah. yeah. Um, Which was intended to hit the content farms, has seemed to cause quite a lot of collateral damage in these actually pretty 
you know, um, very defendable, honourable, justifiable user-generated content sites like Review Center. So Jonathan's going to be talking through about what the impact Panda had on their business and also um, how they've gone about trying to deal with that. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there probably are listeners out there who have big websites that have lots of content that were hit quite dramatically by sure, the Panda yeah, update. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to hear kind of from the horse's mouth, as it were, about a website and business that, that you know that was impacted by that and how they went about kind of dealing with that so that's you know i'm really looking forward to i'll jump through a couple of the other ones which are sounding quite interesting as well um, a sling of papers there's erica unger um who works for boo avenue which is a lingerie company owned by um one of the dragons Theopathetus from dragon's den um she's going to be him. talking about um um e-commerce friendly urls and the actual practicalities of that because we all know how urls should be structured you want to have the keywords in them you know and you know it's it, kind of the basics of that are quite simple but actually the practicalities when you've got a e-commerce website with tens of thousands of products um that's all database driven how do you make that work sure yeah very, pretty urls yeah um another one I, that i'm particularly looking forward to is um from um neil walker um who works for just search he's going to be talking about links which is a you know a subject very close to my heart but talking about the value of those links, so what links have the most value, um, what the client expectation of links are, because quite often there can be a difference between those, because i.e., you know, we've come across this situation in the past that the links that you build for SEO purposes should generally be about sending traffic to the site and, um, you know, actual, you know, credible links. But there always is some links that you don't feel that proud of. You know, you know they're having an impact, but they're not exactly ones you want to say, hey, well, look at us. We've got this link on this website. And, you know, you can't really... The expectation of what those links are is probably different. I'm intrigued now. Why would you not be proud of some well, of your links? Well, well, I mean, for example, <laughs> say, you know, say you do, do some article syndication. Mm. Um, the idea of that article syndication is to get that article syndicated as widely as possible. And that might be picked up on a website that's completely randomly off topic. I mean, a great example of this we had a while ago that was a little bit, um, you know, a prime example of this was an article written about... Um, sort of a b2b business job you know website mm. um and for whatever reason it had been this article which we'd syndicated to an article site it wasn't you know anything too dodgy or spinny or spammy we were just kind of putting these articles out there to get them on other websites and it'd been picked up by the psychedelic 60s hippie blog.com <laughs> or whatever it was and the client was going well you talk about relevance in links mm. Um, and you want your links to be relevant. And this, this wasn't a prime example of it. You know, it was just a link that had happened to have been created as a unintended consequence of a, you know, active piece of SEO that had been carried out. Mm. Um, and, you know, that, so kind of the expectation of that. And then there might be other ones where it's like, okay, um, people. So, you know, like in the world of magazines, you'd want to, like, say a brand might consider themselves more of a vogue mm-hmm. um, brand. Their than, positioning. Yeah, their positioning. Yeah. Um, like a Vogue brand rather than a kind of closer mm. kind of for the, so for the people who aren't in the um, the UK a kind of high-end fashion women's magazine versus a kind of more mainstream popular culture one. Sure. Um, and you know so they're going to want to that in the in, the natural instinct is to follow through that positioning online um, and that makes a lot of sense when you're driving traffic and a lot of sense in terms of connections but sometimes the link outweighs that kind of potential incongruity of um you know 
the mismatch of the two brands. So there's that expectation. And finally, cost as well. Mm. Because we, a lot of us don't like to talk about it in the world of link building because we're so anti-paid links. But there is a cost to every link that's created. Now, whether that is an amount of money that you pay a webmaster, um, which is the stuff that generally Google frown upon, or whether that cost is indirect in terms of the amount of time spent by an agency, by an in-house person, by a freelancer producing that link. There's ultimately a monetary exchange going on there. Now, Google generally have said that they're okay where it's time being swapped for links, um, and that time might have been bought, mm. but the direct money for links they're less comfortable about. Oh, fascinating. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just a kind of weighing up the value, the expectations, and the cost of links. And Neil's a very talented speaker um, speaks his mind and you know very honest and actually very funnily uh, um, i went to an event called sascon um mm. in manchester a couple of months ago which i recommend for anyone in the the north um, sascon sascon so it's search analytics and social or social right. analytics and search i'm not sure the, mm. um, which is in manchester annually um and i'd recommend going to that if anyone gets a chance and they're based that way but he did um the wrap up where he did a rap about seo that i recommend people check out i'll drop into the show notes there's a rapper as well. a rapper as well but what's interesting about it is he did it all based on some analytics data so it's kind of it's a funny rap about <laughs> seo but if you actually kind of look at the slide look at the visuals that go with a rap and actually listen to what he's saying with the visuals like graffiti no 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 no. it's kind of it was graphs and all these types oh, right, of things. Okay. introducing wonder Suite from bluehost.com website creation is hard But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So actually, like, it's fundamentally very sound, the yeah. taste that was contained within this kind of jokey rap there. That's yeah. very good. Um, there's also, worth stating as well, something that we're doing different that I'm quite excited about at Brighton SEO um, is Petrakuchas. Now, people haven't come across... Oh, sorry, it's not... It's Patachka is how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I, I always get say, confused between... When I hear that word, I always think of that mythical monster that sucks... Is it Chubagabra that that sucks oh. goat blood? Oh, yeah. I know where you're coming from. We're talking about a short video here. Is it six yeah, minutes? Yeah, or six minutes, minutes 40. That's um, it, yeah. So, yeah, I, I say Pechikucha. They're actually pronounced Patachka. But basically, it's, it kind of grew out of Japan. And if you've never come across Patachka before, I recommend having a look, look out for it. Have a look in your city if there's Patachka events that go on. Mm. And essentially, they're a, a type of presentation format. 
And it's a restrictive type of presentation format that's intended by providing lots of restrictions. You actually allow greater creativity because yes. you have to work within those restrictions. Yes, yes. So the idea is that every presentation that's in a Patachka format um, is six minutes, 14 duration. And it's six minutes and 14 duration for a specific reason. That is because there's 20 slides in the presentation. Mm-hmm all of which auto-advance every 20 seconds. Wow. So that's a setting you can set up in Keynote and in PowerPoint that says I've got 20 slides. Mm. Um, they progress every 20 seconds, whether I like it or not. Yes. And I've got 6 minute 40 to get my point across. Now, a lot of people are scared by these presentations because, like, well, it's only 6 minutes 40. Right? So go and watch any TED video. Most of them are five. Mm. And if they can get their point across in five minutes, that's amazing. And I actually find it, I've done a few, um, and I find it kind of really interesting when you kind of, the pace and the structure is determined already for you. So you kind of have to fit within these constraints. And actually what I'm hoping is you can get a lot of content in six minutes, a lot of really valuable content. And because you've got that restriction on time, the restriction on format, mm. it's just going to be hit, hit, So hit, how many hit. how many of those have we got at Brian um, this year? I think there's six or seven of them. And yeah. a couple that I'm really, so a couple that are really good that are looking for, Graham Benstead-Hume, who you'll know as an mm. occasional contributor, hopefully a more frequent contributor in the future, um, who works for me at Site Visibility. He's going to be doing a talk about the accuracy of um, different keyword research tools. Mm -hmm. Um, Andy Keach from iCrossing is going to be talking about um, how to deal with customers and delight in a digital world. Um, Sam Crocker, who I've presented with several times in the past, is going to be talking about how to pitch SEO to win it. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're an agency, how do you win more SEO clients? If you're an in-house person, how do you pitch your boss to get more budget for it and that type of thing? Um, What's some of the other potential ones we've got? One's about link velocity and the tipping point of them. Things about, um, that's Pete Young's doing that. Dara Fitzgerald from Fresh Egg talking about um, multi-channel, mm-hmm. um, you know, attribution modeling. Sure. So you kind of understand what SEO and pay-per-click, how does that fit with display and all these different things. Um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of different talks. And I mean, actually, ironically, the one I'm looking forward to the most um, is completely nothing to do with SEO. Um, but I've seen this talk on a video before, um, and I just really want to see it, you know, live in person. And it, you know, it's a bit from left field. Um, it's from a guy called Toby Barnes, who works for a company called Mudlark. And Mudlark are an interesting company. Uh, their main sort of product, or they call them projects, I think, more than products, um, is called Chromarama. Um, and basically, you might have heard of this, Andy. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have to explain a bit of the context to this for some of our international listeners. But in London, there's a We've got the tube network and the, the bus network. And there is a card system that you use called the Oyster card. And the Oyster card essentially is a, a top-up card that you can then kind of get your ticket. You don't have to buy a ticket every mm. time. It just deducts cash off. You just cards. wave your card in front of a yeah. magic pad, yeah. don't you? Yeah, and there's these types of cards in cities all over the world. Um, but the one in London is called the Oyster card. Mm. Now, they've built a game based around kind of a gamification of that data that's there. So it's mm-hmm. a kind of... Gamification, yeah, nice yeah, word. Yeah, there's, there's kind of benefits to, um, you know, going different routes to work and, you know, trying different areas of the London that you wouldn't normally go to and all these types of things. It's a really, really, really interesting kind of product and project. But yeah. it's not that he's talking about, although that is a very, very interesting topic that I suggest people go and have a look into. He's actually going to be talking about James Bond, the architecture critic. Which, Hang on, there's, a, there's, a, there's an architecture critic. No, no, James it's, it's about James Bond as in the, the film star, the book right, character. Yeah. Uh, not the film star, the film so there's character. There's not a real person called no, James Bond. No, no, no. no. Um, and he's talking about kind of modernism and the, the lack of... Um, that We don't think about modernism anymore. 
um, and that we don't think about, um, you know, futuristic, exciting things in the future because the future's sort of already here. And actually our speculation about what's going to happen in the future is getting less exciting. And as a consequence of that, we're doing less exciting things. We're not making those giant leaps that we should be. Don't get me started on future velocity. Ah, yeah. It's an interesting concept. Yeah, so I mean, I'm really excited about that. And I mean, one thing that, um, you know, I think it's a really interesting topic about kind of looking forward. Um, There's a talk that I will will include in the show notes, but be warned is very, very rude uh, by a comedian called Louis C.K. from the States. Um, talking about kind of how um, in, you know, people who complain about being delayed in a plane by 10 minutes Mm. and they just kind of don't completely ignore the fact that like you're flying in a plane or people complaining that their Wi-Fi goes down for, you know, two minutes. It's like Mm. you've got the whole world of information on the internet accessible to you at any point in time. This is an amazing thing. And yet you kind of can't appreciate that as well. So there's all kinds of different angles there, all kinds of different talks, all of them very, very interesting. All of them taking place on the 9th of September in um, the Corn Exchange in Brighton. Tickets have sold out. There are absolutely none left. But I have held back five tickets uh, for, for podcast listeners. So there's no hugely complicated competition going to be going on here. It's a simple... Is this going to be one of those A, B, or C? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, Amazingly What colour is the sky? A, blue. B, um, orange. Orange. Or C, dog. You know, that, it's not one of those types of questions. No. Um, it's just a simple email me your... Uh, email me. So that's Kelvin. So that's K-E-L-V-I-N dot Newman, N-E-W-M-A-N at site visibility, all one word, S-I-T-E, B-I-S-I-B-L-I-T-Y dot com um, and say that you're interested in coming. And what I'll do is, depending on the number of people that we get, I'll pick them at random out of the, the list of people that contribute. So it's in Brighton. So you, unfortunately for those guys of you who are, who are in other countries, you won't be able to come along. Um, but hopefully I've given you some interesting ideas of things to think about because some of these guys have written blog posts about it, written books about it, these types of Calvin, ideas. Can, can I ask, I, this may be an awkward question. Do you know at this point whether or not we will be recording any of the sessions? I'm hoping we'll be recording the sound of the sessions. I'm hoping. That's what I mean, yeah, audio, yeah, yeah. audio recordings. So yeah. we will, what we will do is we'll probably try and work out the ones that are most relevant and work without the images because that's the, yeah. it's tricky with these ones, isn't it? Because I know myself, I'm a big fan of kind of making the visuals work. Um, which can sometimes make it a bit difficult to transfer just audio, but we're definitely going to try, aren't we? Because we did, and I think oh, yeah. it worked quite well with the, the, the Graham episode that we included last yeah, time. Yeah. Well, uh, I do know someone that could do a very good job of putting a slideshow together. Okay. Wow, oh, that's good. It's good. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be recording it, but if people want to come along and they want to enter that competition, all you need to do, send me an email, kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. The email address will be in the show notes. Um, and I will pick at random five people to come along. And it's a really exciting event. I'd also say to people, you might say, okay, that's brilliant, Kelvin. You know, I'm 100,000 miles away from where you are. Mm. You know, w- w- what can I do about it? Well, I would say this started with me inviting, you know, being invited actually by a mate to meet up with 10 mates. Mm. And it's now a 600 person conference that's grown out of that. That's free. That is as good as conferences that cost six or 700 pound a ticket and it's growing out of just a couple of people meeting up in a pub. So if you can't come to this type of thing, I'd say go out, organise something along these lines yourself, and you, you'll be amazed how quickly these things can grow into, into great little um, events in their own right. And just one last time, Kelvin, the date 
of this event um, it's is... the 9th of september 9th of the 9th yeah. yes nice and easy to remember um, and that is um a friday what time do we know time it's all day so start from about nine nine ish okay yes. perfect okay so you heard what kelvin said send those emails in and uh, get, grab yourself one of those tickets. Um, just before we go, yes. Kelvin, can I, can I just um, quickly remind our listeners, if yep. you've got any questions, yes. to uh, obviously email them in at the same address that Kelvin just gave. Um, also, if you want to um, send it a, an audio in, uh, don't forget that. And finally, I know we've already got a lot of reviews, but keep them coming because it's important that we get the feedback. Yes, no, very much iTunes, so. Yeah. And Those ratings. iTunes reviews definitely are very, yeah. very handy to us. Particularly if you are, as I say, in we know from the stats where we're listened to um, mm. and we know we do very well in kind of, we've got lots of reviews in the States, in the we UK have, and yeah. Australia. Yeah. We like more because we like to know what we're doing good, what we're not doing so well. And the advantage of doing it in iTunes is if, if there's something that we're doing not as well as we used to do well or something you'd mm. like us to do more of but you don't want to send us an email because you think that might be a bit rude mm. leave us a review that's cool that's you know it's brilliant there but also there's certain countries where we know there's lots of people listening mm. but there's been relatively few reviews. Well, at least we think there's people listening well, yeah. unless it's bots yeah bots <laughs> downloading from you know foreign yeah. countries yeah so yeah it'd be amazing if you do listen in itunes to yeah just take a couple of minutes go into the um, review section leave us a review even if it's bad, even if it's good, yeah. let us know what you reckon. I think we've got quite a few Chinese listeners, uh, unless I've got my, my stats completely wrong. So ah, if you are Chinese, exciting, yeah. if you're a Chinese listener, we invite you to come forward and ju- just say hello. Just email yeah, Kelvin yeah, and say well, hello. This is it. I mean, we love podcasts. They're amazing because it's kind of us talking to people. And I know mm. that, you know, I like podcasts for that reason. You feel like you've got a connection to them. But, you know, we like to know that we're not, you know, Yes, a little bit more about some of these thousands of people that we're talking to. Just email in and say, hello, I'm listening from, and put the town where you're listening from. Um, What you do once you're listening as well, because I I love to hear some of the random stuff people get up to while they're listening to podcasts. Mowing the lawn. Yeah, yeah. Um, Feeding the baby or (laughs) training for an uh, an ultramarathon. Swimming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how that one will work, but there's got to be a health and safety risk, hasn't it, that one? Okay, we better wrap it then. So it's goodbye from me, Andy White. And goodbye from me, Kelvin Newman. I'll see you next time on Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility. Goodbye. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org, where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six or one five oh. If you're inside the UK, it's O one two seven three two five six one five oh. And you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. 
the nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.